This is RV on Business. Welcome to 101.9 Chai FM at 7 minutes past 12. Thank you so much for joining us. And today is an exciting day because today we start an interview with Citadel um, managers and it's really, really exciting just to have them on board. So welcome to Martin Ackerman. Martin, welcome to Chai FM. Uh, good afternoon. Great, such a nice clear line. Martin, you're the Chief Economist and Advisory Partner at Citadel, and this interview is brought to you by Citadel Wealth Managers, which is South Africa's leading wealth manager. Martin, today's an exciting day. The first quarter GDP gross domestic product has come out, and what do they tell us, and how should we feel? Well, I'm not so sure whether it's an exciting day, because <laughs> the number's been quite a shocker. Um, we, you know, going into... Uh, First quarter, we realized that it is going to be a tough start to the year. Um, we already saw quite uh, negative numbers in the mining sector, manufacturing and retail. Um, on the back of that, uh, you will remember we had all the load shedding in the first quarter as well, which was a negative factor. Um, but then also globally, you know, the global environment really turned soft and we've seen quite a, a steep decline in, in global trade and exports, especially from emerging markets, but also Europe. And Japan, uh, so so fairly soft start to the year, and as a result of that, you know most people expected the first front uh, to be down about 1.6 percent, but unfortunately the number that uh, has been published earlier today shows a, a minus 3.2 percent uh, for the quarter on quarter annualized. So that is is quite a, a, a negative number. Uh, on the back of that, obviously the rand took a bit of a knock after the the print. Uh, moving from about uh, 1440 to 1416 in a couple of seconds. And the bond market also showed that uh, this is not a good number. So, so this is an uh, indication of not only our own local challenges that we face, but also the global economy that's in, in a bit of a soft touch at this point in time. So this brings uh, the, uh, the growth for the last year basically to zero. So, in fact, since uh, last year this time, uh, we haven't had any growth in terms of the economy. And my concern is, despite that, the population is still growing at about 1.6, 1.7. And that then implies that we are dealing with these um, very, very high unemployment rates uh, and probably youth unemployment that's uh, some of the highest in the world. Oh, there's no doubt about it. And we've also got a, the, the danger that if we're not growing, then we're going backward. But Martin, please just wait with us for a moment. We need to run to get, take some ads. We'll be back with you in a moment. This is RV on Business. Welcome back to 101.9 Chai FM. It's just gone 12 minutes past 12, and on the line with me is Martin Ackerman, who's the Chief Economist and Advisory Partner at Citadel. And just if you didn't miss the, if you missed the opening, that this interview is brought to you by Citadel, which is South Africa's leading wealth manager. Um, Martin, you painted a slightly bleak picture before we went to the break about GDP figures coming in quite negative, impacted by both local and international factors, so both, you know, um, things that we can control and things that we can't control. The, the question I'd like to ask you is, do you think we are now sitting at the bottom? Do you think we've hit rock bottom and that's the foundation we can build up on or are we still on a slippery slide? Yeah, I think that is, uh, that is a question that everybody in the market is asking at this point in time, um, if it's local investors or foreign investors. I do think, you know, I would like to see the glass half uh, full, not half empty. So 
uh, we are well aware in terms of what we've been dealing with over the past decade, which obviously contributed to this uh, uh, declining trend. Um, and in all fairness, you know, since February last year when uh, President Cyril Ramaphosa took over, uh, they still, at that point in time, there was still a lot of legacy in the pipeline. So even even after a year, I think it's uh, fairly soon to judge the new administration to say, well, is this as a result of your policies uh, or is this still legacy from, from the past decade? And adding to that, like I said, unfortunately, the global economy is also now working against us. So if we then say, well, you know, the new cabinet has just been announced, We've been talking a lot about uh, reform and new policies over the past 12 months, but we haven't seen really that any of those been uh, uh, successfully been implemented so far. So I would argue that uh, if we can start doing those in, in the immediate future, uh, then this is probably the bottom, and hopefully from here going forward, despite the fact that the global economy is now starting to to also enter a softer environment, um, we should be able to make some progress from from the, these very very low levels. And so it really boils down to the ability to implement that which has been promised, that which has been spoken about, and to create a framework that is. Um, complementary to trying to do that so that those who have got mandates to fulfill can fulfill them without having headwinds in the opposite directions, which is really what happened before. But Martin, the other thing that's concerning me is if we're showing negative growth, how far are we from a proper recession? Yeah, so technically, you know, if the second quarter is also negative, then um, we will be in recession again. So, uh, you know, the, the movie for 2019 started very similar to the movie we've seen in 2018. 2018, we had uh, a negative quarter in the first quarter, and uh, that followed in the second quarter with another negative, which then implied technically we've been in recession. Uh, so the market will definitely now start to focus on what is the likelihood for the second quarter to turn out to be negative as well. Um, so, again, you know, my view is that uh, hopefully given the fact that a lot of things has been addressed already, so in the sense that uh, touch wood so far we haven't had uh, a continuation of the blackouts likely seen in the first quarter, it seems like globally things are a little bit stabilizing, although the, the trade tension between the U.S. and China is still not resolved. Um, so, you know, we might be lucky to, especially from this low base that we've seen in the first quarter, to print a positive number in the second quarter. So just, just avoid recession. But I always say that that's the technical definition of a recession. Um, but forget about that because in my mind, you know, South Africa has been in recession since about 2013. Because that's the last time that we were able to grow faster than 2% which is more than the population growth of around 1.7%. Uh, so since then, you know, if we get any growth number, even if it's positive, and it's below the 1.7% in gr- uh, growth in population, we are actually in a per capita recession. Uh, you know, the average person out there is actually getting poorer by the day. Um, so in my mind, we, we're already in a recessionary environment if we look at these these numbers. The bottom line is that it's a big hole to climb out of. A lot of work needs to be done, but you can't simply grow. You need to create the framework on which or the foundation on which to place the growth so that it's stable. 
And I think that's what, what the feeling that I'm getting at the moment is that that's what the government's busy trying to do. It's just to stabilize that which has been so de- unstable for a long time. Yes, yeah, I think, um, you know, uh, it is trying to, to provide a, a, a floor and to, to get some stability and hopefully with that also rebuild trust and confidence. Uh, because as soon as you can achieve that objective, then, you know, we can almost get a snowball effect where um, investment starts to follow, and that will definitely help and support and kickstart the economy. Um, but it is a steep hill to climb. What concerns me is that, you know, in the February budget, we assumed growth for this year uh, north of 1.5%. Um, Subsequently to that, you know, the Reserve Bank dropped their expectation to about 1.3. With this print, you know, it is going to be a challenge to get growth even close to 1% for 2019. And with that kind of backdrop, you know, the fiscal targets, the debt to GDP, um, our deficit, all those numbers, which is already flashing red, um, is probably going to be even a, a bigger challenge. So with these kind of low growth numbers, um, we're also increasing the risk and the likelihood for, for actually being downgraded to sub-investment grade, which at this point in time is the last thing that we actually need in South Africa uh, from that point of view. As you said that, I, I just got stiff because that that would be the last thing, that we, as you said, that we need. We're just trying to come right, and then you go and clap us with this thing and just set us back. But let's try and maybe look at some of the positives that I've spun out of what the perceived negatives are. A weaker rand, a weaker rand in many areas is good for our economy. Would that stimulate growth in our in our economy? Well, yeah, there's, there's always two sides to the rand because we have importers and exporters. But uh, at a certain level, a weaker currency will definitely help our exporters. So if you look at the export number for the specific quarter that we're talking about, it was down 26%. So that's a huge decline in exports, uh, which again is a reflection probably more of what's been happening on the global front. Um, but yes, with a weaker currency, that will enable us to, to actually be slightly more competitive. Um, but apart from that, you know, the, the small contribution, positive contributions that came out of the numbers, if we just look at that again, was uh, yes. government contributed positively. Um, we'll take any positive at this point in time, but my concern there is that uh, a big part of the positive contribution from government side was actually increasing employment in civil servants. Um, and this is one of the things that we're trying to address going forward to actually reduce the headcount in the public sector to actually reduce the wage bill and to make that more sustainable. Um, but that aside, uh, government made a positive contribution and also finance and personal services. But unfortunately for the rest, uh, it's been it's been a really bad quarter, like I've already said. Uh, if you exclude uh, the recession in 2008, this is now the biggest decline on a quarterly basis that we've seen in, in more than two and a half decades. Martin, we need to run to the shops quickly. Let's take a quick break. I'll be back with you in a moment. This is RV on Business. Welcome back to 101.9 High FM. And we are talking about the GDP figures that have just come out. And on the line to me, with me is Martin Ackerman, who's the Chief Economist and Advisory Partner at Citadel, which is South Africa's leading wealth managers. And Martin, just before I let you go, one thing that you've mentioned a few times, and it is pivotal to this country, is unemployment. 
Um, we've got <clears throat> Maswabi, the greatest Gini coefficient in the world. That's a difference between simply between the haves and the haves not. The spin-off of that is absolutely massive. We see what's happening down the road from the studio here in Alexander Township. Simply where there are people who are desperate for a place to live. They're occupying land illegally. The city's not quite sure how to handle it. And we've got these ongoing problems. They then go and destroy assets which therefore can't be utilized to generate income. So it's a bit of a vicious cycle. Where do, what do you think the plan is and what does government have in place to address the massive unemployment, especially the youth unemployment that we have? Well, I think that these, um, Definitely the, the message from uh, President Ramaphosa is that he's well aware that that is problem number one that we need to solve. Uh, to solve unemployment, uh, we need to get growth going. That's why this number specifically is, is not very encouraging. Um, but to get growth going, that's back to my point to say, well, if we can show to the local and international community that we are serious about sorting out corruption and mismanagement, we are serious about um, Bring the people that did wrong, um, or prosecute them at least. Um, if we can start doing that and we can attract back direct investments into this country, that will, that's, that will be the start. We need to get to a point again where we actually invest back into the economy and that will support growth and that will eventually create jobs as well. Unfortunately, there's no other way to actually resolve the unemployment. Um, by, by, but the only way is to actually get economic growth going and that will create the jobs. And part of that is policy around small and medium business, uh, making it easier for small and medium business to operate, to register, uh, to get financing, to pay taxes. And that's also part of what the government is focusing at at this point in time. But that's the only way to do that. So we're not going to reduce unemployment by taxing, by having higher taxes, by paying higher social grants and by artificially employing more people in the public sector. Um, that is, uh, it might be a temporary solution to the problem, but long-term to resolve this issue, which is a structural issue, we actually need to get a healthy and sustainable economic growth rate that can, uh, over time, accumulatively create more jobs and help us to address this issue that we're facing at this point in time. And all that takes a tremendous amount of capital. If we get a downgrade, we can still get capital, but we're going to get it at a far more expensive rate than we could have got it before. And it won't be as freely available as, as it should be. So they're almost like a double whammy. It's like really kicking us when we're down. If a downgrade comes, do you think that we have any chance of showing positive growth during this year at least? Well, you know, I think uh, uh, the market, in a way, uh, already priced in a downgrade to an extent, if we look at uh, the bond market and also the, the RAND. Um, unfortunately, where that will mean an in, uh, increase in long-term interest rates, so the cost of capital in the country will go up. So to do business uh, actually implies it will, will be more costly. Um, but that doesn't mean that it won't be possible to actually still attract investments and to actually get the economy gro- going. There's a lot of uh, sub-investment grade countries that um, actually get more foreign direct investments compared to us um, because it's not just about your ratings uh, review or your, your, your actual credit rating, but it is also about your attractiveness of doing business, how easy it is to, be- to do business. Um, so that uh, a downgrade won't mean that's the end of the road. It will actually mean that it might be a more difficult road but we will still be able to, from that very 
a difficult position to actually t- uh, turn the ship around and start to generate positive growth. Fantastic. Martin, thank you so, so much for your time. I really appreciate you coming on. Thank you very much. Great. You participating. Wonderful. Thank you. And just to let you know, that was Martin Ackerman, who's a chief economist and advisory party at Citadel. Citadel is a wealth management company which has just celebrated 25 years in business.